you know, anything, anything that, that you want changed or accentuated in that relationship, if you don't talk about it, how is the hell is the other person going to know? So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. What's the difference between being hungry and being horny? Um, they're both the same to me. I don't know. What's the difference? <laughs> Where you put the cucumber? <laughs> my name is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. Thank you, baby. Thank we you. We are the Head Over Heels Show. Yeah, we are. I love cucumber. Why do you have to do me like that? Like, I love cucumbers. I eat them all I'm not the doing time. you the cucumbers. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether to say Merry Christmas or Happy Spring because we just got a shitload of snow in April. Middle of April. But you know what? It's six degrees. It's not going to stick. I know you see it. It's white. The grass white right now. But honestly, it's not going to stay. It was just one of those things like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I know. One last time. going to give you one little last smack, like a little Will Smith smack across the face. <laughs> Thank you, Mother Nature. But no, the um, the the weather network shows that it's going to be snowing most of the week. So expect well, it. There you go. Bring out your shovels. Put away the lawnmowers. No, no, no. Don't be that negative. It's fine. It, it's not going to last. It's spring snow. It's going to come and go. There you go. We're going to breathe in and Just out. Just like I did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you're full of it today, aren't you? We just had a great long weekend. Uh, with family for Who's Easter. Exhausted? Who here is exhausted after this four-day-long weekend? I'm exhausted eating all the food you cooked. I'm exhausted <laughs> making it. and eat. I, You know what? I'm not going to lie. I wasn't eating clean very at all. I ate everything. Yeah, we ate... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I got, if I got this five, six pounds on me right now from the weekend. I don't know. You got a big baggy sweater on. I'd have to see what, what it looks like without it. <laughs> Anyways But I promised myself It's all gonna go away By the end of the week By Friday I'm gonna be back to normal Yeah It's called balance baby But one one good thing About this Easter I mean we had a Spectacular Christmas this, uh, With my family And uh, we haven't had That kind of gathering With your family In a, in a while Well during COVID none, none of this For two years Yeah for Well yeah The whole two years We had mine for Christmas My family um, uh, We went down to Ottawa For Christmas So we felt that spectacular kind of bonding then. But like I said, it's been a while since with, with your family and we're glad to have most of them here. I mean, 
It was grateful. kind of last minute. Yeah, so. grateful everybody tried to make it that made it. And those that didn't make it, that's okay. But it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Oh, such a good time. We laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh. Yeah, everybody loved here saying they had a great time. And, you know, we all ate and drank and laughed our faces off. And that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah. You know? It's, and you know what? You know who else had a good time? Celebration. It was Tanner. Because I know he's got a lot of so, attention. So <laughs> just to paint a picture, for a long time, some of the family wouldn't come over because they were too scared of Tanner. The kids were too scared of Tanner. Uh, but our big fluffy face, if you don't know what Tanner looks like, you got to head over to our Instagrams and take a look at the pictures we have up because he is a big fluff ball. And especially after giving him a long bath this week. And blow dry and we comb. Have an episode on that. Just just the fact that you and I gave him <laughs> a four it. hour bath. You know, yeah. As a couple, that was. I mean, this is what I'm saying when I say do things together. So those are the date nights. Go deal with your dog's bush. <laughs> but seriously, that was a fun time. Like we could not get a groomer, and it was a long weekend. I forgot to book him in, so I tried to call her on on Friday morning. No luck. And we got lucked out because it was a beautiful sunny day. Mm -hmm. So we not like this snow we have now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even want to let him outside to poo. I know, seriously, he's gonna get he's, so dirty. He's gonna get all muddy. It, like we combed him, we detangled him, gave him bath together. We had that on actually TikTok live the entire time. So it was a lot of fun. Um, so that was something that would be something good to do with your partner if you have a, a pet. Groom your pet if together. Not give us a call. We'll take appointments as to when you'll take Tanner. <laughs> And you guys can uh, fluff the shit out of him because so he was, is a mother fluffer. That was a good start to our Easter weekend. We had a great time together. We had a great time with our children. They were off for four days. They had a great time. But, but I, I got to say, though, what I was going to say about getting together with the family, you know, after all these lockdowns and the pandemic, all this stuff, it's, pro it's probably pretty good time now to go and hang out with family. It's very important for your you know, mental state, your, yes, you know. Yes, absolutely. You, you feel kind of loved again. You know what I mean? Like you just, you forget about it because you haven't seen it in so long or felt it in so long. Well, I think so, the whole world was was depressed for past two years because you could legit not, not, you couldn't see anybody, you know, yeah. at least in our case here in Canada, we couldn't see anybody for two years. So now that we're back, you know, the, the loneliness and the depression and the anxiety is slowly starting to fade away by by surrounding yourself by the people that you love, that loves you, that care about you, that family and close friends. Yep. And that's how we felt this Easter. It was a really good feeling. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, we, we celebrate Easter and, uh, and there's other cultures. So there's, there's Eid for the Persian community. No, right? it was for the Persian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I got it mixed up. No, no, for the Persians. And Ramadan, Eid's up, right Ramadan now, all Eid. these things. Yeah. Yeah. So, different cultures, different. Yeah, but these are all things that times that, you know, if you haven't been able to get together with family, make it a point to do so. Make it a point to just, you know, if they're far, far away, then make it a point to FaceTime or something. You know, like I, I felt good after this weekend and we laughed and, we, uh, you know, caught up with people that, you know, you love dearly, but you just haven't had to cross paths in two years because yeah. of everything that's going on. So, yeah, that's that was a, a really good, important weekend for us. We I mean, we worked our butt off, no no joke, the entire weekend from, you know, from cleaning to cooking to working to doing all, running around with the kids, pick me up, drop me off, do this. It was like a, a lot, a lot, but 
now that we're looking back, we're like, it was so good. Yeah. All that work was like worth every minute of it, you know? You know what, what we benefit from uh, all that cooking? Yeah. We know what we're going to eat for the next week and a half. I know you keep leftovers, 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 leftovers everywhere. Starting today, that's it. We're not. Uh, We're back on a track, dude. We 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 ate most of the leftovers today, believe it or not. Yeah. So yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done with that. You're done. But you know what else we did? We also, after everybody left, we were exhausted. We just binge watched a couple of shows on on the couch, and we came across a show called Ultimatum. Yes. And actually, I'll, I'll tell you a little story first about that show, Ultimatum. And um, Nina and I had received a call from somebody on, I guess, I don't know Instagram. if it was from TikTok or Instagram, Instagram, whatever it is. They saw our profile and they contacted us and said they wanted us to be on a show. Um, it went from talking to three different people right, right down to the producers. And they said it was a, a show that was created by the creators of Love is Blind and Blah, blah, blah. And I think they mentioned this one. Yeah. Well, they're doing a new show with married couples and they wanted us to be on it. Or, you know, they were talking to us about being on it. But I guess somebody didn't do, do the research because when they found out we were Canadian, they said, oh, no, you have to be a resident of the U.S. And she's like, oh, and you also have to be. One you know, of the couples have one to be a Latina. Yeah, yeah one of, we're, we're looking for one, one, one couple, one part of the couple to be Latina. I'm like. Well, she's Iraqi and I'm French. Like, no, did somebody not do their homework on us? Like, after four phone calls? Like, I think she really wanted us yeah. on the show so badly. But I'm curious to see what the show is. Yeah. I'm curious to know what the show is, if they, this is what they're what they're dealing with, like the uh, love is blind and ultimatum and what's going to be with a, a married couple. Are they going to try and break them up? No, I don't know, but it sounded really interesting but weird. And then the funny part is our, our kids were in the car when we got that phone call. I guess this woman had done her research on us a bit, but she hadn't done proper research because... She knew we were together for 25 years. She knew we had a podcast. She knew we had a great following on TikTok. Because she brought all this information up. She goes, I love your TikTok. You guys have a great community there. I love the fact that you've been married for 25 years. We really, you'd be the perfect candidate for the show. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, send us that information. And then she found out we're Canadian. She goes, oh, you live in Canada. You know, and that's why she says you have to be a U.S. president. I would say leave it it to Americans to think that Everybody is American and Spanish. <laughs> well, we are North American. So I'm just kidding. I, we're part of it. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, anyways, they, they they talked about that and I thought it was pretty funny. I'm like, you know, I told Nina, I said, imagine they send us to like the same thing as this ultimatum. They sent us in a room with a bunch of other parts of the couple to see if we break it up. And I'm like, it'd be a good, it would be a good like prank on the show to sit there and say, we have a conversation. We're like, Let's have a hall pass just for this, this, this TV show, show. Yeah. <laughs> and go out and just do everything to everybody, and then come back to them. Yeah, no, we want each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not leaving each so other. So smotes. Yeah, we committed <laughs> to you life. Imagine, yeah. Can you imagine what that'd be like? They'd be oh like, everybody's mouth would be dropped. Like, what the hell? Who, who's Kim Kardashian again? <laughs> would be the most famous couple out there. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Let's destroy the show. But we were so so. This this show came up. All of this conversation came up because we watched this few yeah. episodes of this show called The Ultimatum. What it is is they they've got few couples together that have been together for I guess they've been dating for a few years. Essentially, one of the couples is not making a commitment. Is giving no one of the one of the couples gave the other person the ultimatum. So yeah, I guess they're not giving the commitment. But it, one of them said. You got to either propose to me now 
by this time, or that's it, we're yeah. we're over. And there weren't always all women. Yeah, there's actually few men that couples, give. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're girls ultimatum as well. I guess because they're not yeah. serious about the relationship. Well, essentially, I think that that's something that is, you know, somebody is ready to take the next step, and the other person is not. Sometimes but, I guess but, people need coaxing. But but okay, why? The, what we learned from this show, why aren't they ready to, to, to take that next step? Because Could be plenty they're not 100% sure that person is the, their person, okay? All of those people on the show, when you talk to them, they're like, oh, we've been together for two and a half years, a year, two years. But one of them is really is ready, but the other one isn't. Well, but, that's it, ready. So but they it's, are not, even, okay. it's not that like you're saying that, oh, somebody wants you and the other one doesn't. When we were dating, you gave me some sort of ultimatum. I don't remember exactly but what it But it worked, was. yeah. It worked. <laughs> It worked. Now we're married, so it doesn't work. <laughs> For us, it worked. But what I was trying to say with this with this show, what happened was that the person that gave the ultimatum wants to get married. Yeah. The other person doesn't. And they, they were finding all these excuses. Well, I'm financially not ready. I want to be stable this way. I want this. I want. But it wasn't. Those were just excuses. They, they're not sure if that person is their person. And how we find that out, when they start dating other people, yeah. they were like, well, for example, there was one couple, the gentleman really wants to have children. He's adamant about getting married, having children. His girlfriend, however, does not want to have children whatsoever. And she makes that clear to him at the beginning of the show. I do not want children. That is not something I'm ever thinking about. Mm. Okay? So they decide to split up and then try and go date other people. She was dating one of the guys, and the guy was asking her about having children. And she was saying, well, if it's with the right person... So right there, you know, but again, she was not honest about. But you're listening to one side. He, she, she sat there and said, "It's not that she doesn't want to have kids. She just knows that the guy that she's with now is gone all day. He's working. He works really hard. He's, uh, you know, she's at home alone most of the time. So she's like, I don't think I want to have kids with him because I don't want to be alone all the time. The other guy's sitting there saying, "That's not my type of job. I can be home and help." She'd be like, oh, "Okay, that's more interesting." Do you know what I mean? So yes, that maybe the other couple are not compatible for that particular reason. But if that's the life they want to go with but kids, lot- but what I remember when we were dating, you gave me an ultimatum, like I said, and I don't remember what it was. If we don't get married by this time or we'll something like that, or like, yeah, yeah. I myself, I I didn't. It's not that I didn't think I was compatible with you or wanted we you. Ready. I wasn't. I didn't want to grow up. You I didn't. Ready, I, I just. It just wasn't not the, at the stage of my life. So maybe I made a bunch of excuses. I don't remember. You know, I want to be more financially secure. I'd love to be able to buy a house. I love, but those are all things. Yes, of course. I don't. I'd like to be able to do other things first. But most of all, I didn't want to grow up. Okay. You know what I mean? I wasn't ready for that step. Yeah. No, I remember that very, very well. You would make all these excuses saying something like, I remember you the first time saying, we were together for like six years before we got married, by the way. So the ultimatum was like four years into it. I said, look, it's been four years. Where where are we going with this? What what are we doing? You know? And that's when you moved, you know, you you had moved here with me in Toronto. And your excuse was, well, my parents had been together for 22 years before they got married, before they signed the paper. We were all born like kind of things. Like for you, it was like nothing, but like. Yeah, because marriage wasn't a big theme. I yeah. Think. I mean, in, for you guys, it's 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 something that happens a lot sooner. Yes. So it just, you know, I, I, shit, I think we were maybe three weeks into our relationship. 
No, it couldn't be three weeks because I think was, you might have waited till after we slept together <laughs> before you said we should get married. <laughs> oh, stop it. But I swear that. to God, you brought it up in the car and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I remember married. that. I know, I know. You were scared yeah. a little bit. All right. But Maybe. I don't know. You were scared shitless. I remember Married. That. I mean, I don't think anybody's ever asked me that that, that question. Like, or, you were 24. Because, but you told me I was the only one you've ever loved or told you loved. So no, I thought your the, I'm not the, you're not the only one I told I loved. Uh, oh, but, no, you're making this shit up. No, but I, I, no, I, mean, I told me I was the only one you told that you loved? No, then you're no. making stuff up because I did not say that you're the only one I told I loved because I know I told other girls I loved them. But you're the only one that I felt like I did. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. You know, or do. Whatever that word was, whatever, how you, however you, yeah, you just, had rephrase it back then. That was 25 years ago. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have lied to you and said I never, I never did. No, I'm not saying that you lied. It was 25 years ago. However you said it, it might have been different. Mm -hmm. Might be the way you said it. I don't know. You heard it with a different ear. Yes, maybe. <laughs> back to our ultimatum, the show, what I was trying to say earlier is like, he had given her that ultimatum and she's like, no, 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 no. But he's not even asking her why. Like, they're not even communicating the, the fact that, listen, you're not around all the time. I'm yeah. scared of having children and be with, with no father, being a single mom raising them because you're working all the time. So these things were not communicated through them. Mm -hmm. If they had been, they wouldn't have to have the ultimatum. Yeah. What I'm trying to say, if you are a new couple, you're trying to find your way with your partner and you're trying to figure out if this is, you have a future together, communicate, talk to each other at the beginning and say, look, these are my intentions. Mm. I do want to have children eventually. So you tell me what your thoughts are. What is it that you don't want to, have? why don't you want to have children? Tell me. Yeah. Okay, well, you work out, you work a lot, you're never home. I don't want to be a single parent. Oh, okay, now we're talking. Well, what if I had a different kind of job? Like, communicate that kind of. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's like anything. you're not in a relationship for five years, you're like, oh, well, I can't marry you. You know, like... Well, it's like anything. If you want to progress in anything, you got to tell people about it, essentially. So let's say, you you, you know, you work at a company and you want to, you know, take on the marketing department or whatever. You want to head the mar marketing department. Well, you're going to have to tell people that that's what your goal is. That's where, you, that's where you're planning on going. So by telling people, they'll help you get to where you want to go. Or, right. or I, I, I'm, I'm lost my train of thought thinking of something else, but... You know, if I'm sitting there, I want Nina to, you know, start hanging out with me on the on the on the couch for an hour a day. Actually, you know what's a perfect example? I'm trying to rack my brain. Think of an example. The perfect example is in the morning. Nina likes to get up before I do and come down and sit down on the couch and read sometimes, which is great. Every but sometimes, yeah. But sometimes I come down and you're actually asleep on the couch, and I get kind of upset a little bit because I'm like, you could be laying beside me and wake me up with. I, you know, I don't mind having a hug and little cuddle with you in, a, in, a, in the morning. My my love language is touch. So I do, but you're asleep half the time. No, I don't. To wake, wake up. As oh, to wake oh, up. Wake you know up. what I mean? Like wake up next to you. Yeah. Like for, for me to come downstairs and you're sleeping on the couch, I'm like, what the fuck? No, I don't mean to sleep. <laughs> I I'm know. reading a book. Yeah, yeah. I fall asleep while I read sometimes because it is early in the morning. Like you have to remember, I, I wake up at sometimes 6, 6.30 and you're, there's no way I'm going to wake you up because you don't need to wake up that early. We're not going to the gym. So you don't need to wake up. You're not a morning person. I let you sleep. That's my love language to you. Absolutely. I don't want to bother you. So I was like, I'll go have my time when they're all sleeping. So I'm not taking away from you when you're yeah, awake. I get it. I get it. But you I'm know? just saying. So but, I'm sacrificing but, for but you. But if I if the, if that's something that bugs me, and I don't tell you, 
it'll never get fixed. That's right, but now... So now I say it to you. I make a point of it yeah, to, yeah, to make sure yeah, that so I that go if you know up. that you're going to be laying here and you want to you wake me up instead of, you know, waiting till I come down or yelling my name or whatever, you come up and you a lot cut of me awake. And the funny thing is, is I say that, and Tristan, my son, said that to us the other day. He's like, can every once in a while, instead of just yelling my name, Tristan, get up, can you come and wake me up and hug me? And, and, and sometimes we do it a lot. All the time. We do it a lot, but he doesn't remember because he's ha he's passed the hell out. You know we what do I mean? it, so, he come back and he falls yeah, yeah. back asleep. And so then we start yelling. He's like, why are you guys all yelling? I already came up and hugged you and all that <laughs> stuff. And I remember one time I actually picked him up from his bed and just lifted him up straight up real fast and stood him up. And he woke up like immediately. Yeah. And he actually requested that the other day. He goes, remember that time that you picked me up? He goes, I got to get up for whatever track and field or whatever. And he says, yes, if I don't wake up, just come up and pick me up like you did last time and stand me up. And he goes, I woke up that time. I woke up. He goes, I was awake. He's <laughs> that every morning. <laughs> He's not as small as he was back then. Grown ass boy. Like, He's my baby. You'll grab one arm, I'll grab the other. <laughs> so essentially what we got out of this whole show, we only watched a few episodes. I don't know how they're all going to end up in the end. But let's say they do break up because of it. It doesn't mean that that other person was more their person than they were. No. It just means that they weren't willing to work on their relationship. So now they're going on to another one, hoping for something better. Because if you communicate, you sit there and talk about what is keeping you from doing something that the other one wants to move forward or, you know, anything, anything that you want changed or accentuated in that relationship, if you don't talk about it how is the hell is the other person gonna know do you know what i mean like yeah well the problem is okay when they're telling each other okay i love you i want to be with you but i don't want to commit to you so what is that telling you that's telling you there there needs to have a deep conversation a deep communication here say look what is it that we don't want to why don't you want to commit why don't we not be together what's going on yeah. well we could be together we love each other but i don't want to commit to you because it might be possibilities that you, I can't be with you forever. Yeah. So why don't we get to the bottom of that? What is the, and a lot of those, the people on the show, when they went on to the second person and they start dating, they start bringing out all the things that's inside them that's bottled up. Mm -hmm. Well, open that communication line with the, with the person that you're with. Yeah. Well, it's easier to sit there and go there and talk about somebody else. So you put me in a room with some other person or they're, they're, I think they're living together for like yeah. three months or whatever the hell it is. I don't know how long it is, but. I think it's about four weeks they live together. Okay, so you put me in that. And if I have an opportunity to sit there and bitch about you to that person, I will. It's not the same thing as talking to you about it. I'm talking to somebody else about it. So they're, they're indirectly getting all the information they need to, to make you happy because you're sitting there telling them what this person's doing not to make you happy. Right. You know, or doing to, to, to keep you from wanting to move forward. And that person's like, okay, that's all I have to do. And then I didn't do it. And they're going to be the grass is greener. But to me, it's kind of fake. Go and tell that person how you really feel. Tell it the is, person that exactly. you're, 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 you're supposed to, that you're want to be with or destined to be with whatever the time well, is a lot of these people, they invested their time with them that's because that's their the boyfriend, thing. girlfriend for two years, three years, one year, whatever it is. These new guys, new, new, new people that just came in, that you've only met them for a week or two or maximum yeah. four weeks, whatever. You don't know if that's your person. Maybe yeah. you do, whatever, but 
But in, in, in a sense, let's bring that, that thing up. That's your person. Now, do you think that that is something you believe in? Let's say you're, you're, you have one person or you're. Yeah, I do believe in that, but everyone's to, different. Okay, everyone's that's, I know everyone is different, but they, so that, that's something you believe in that there, there's one person out there. And yes. like, think about it. How did I meet you? Like we were not meant to meet being so far away from each other. Uh, yeah, I was born in Baghdad and you were born in Canada. Canada. So it's like, we're so far away, but craziness of war and all this stuff brought us closer together and we met. I mean, the odds of finding that one person has got to be almost impossible, like a winning a lottery, really. But that is that one, because if you think about it, and I've thought about this many, many, many times, okay? I wanted a person that will love me and respect me and you will never control me. For some reason, I find all those three qualities first thing in you right away. I knew that was you. When I met you with the first week we started dating, I knew I was like, oh my God, he is down to earth. And I knew I could feel it. And I had, that night, that week, I had told my, my best friend yeah. at the time, I am going to marry him. She laughed at me and, and told me, you're fucking crazy. I remember you saying that. I remember overhearing you saying yeah, that. Yeah. Because you said, you said it a few times. Yeah. And she's and like, you're fucking Maria, crazy. To yeah, to, even my sister, too. And they're like, you're fucking crazy. Stop saying that. Yeah. You just met this guy. I said, but he's my person. And it's funny now that I think about it, I pretended not to hear it and just kept on, you know, yeah. letting you guys have your conversation. But, but I kept but, saying to people, he's my person. He's my, I told my sister that I lived with, Maria and Leslie, my, my, um, there we go. The girl that worked, anyway, I would tell them that's my person. They're like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I just know he's my person. Hmm. I knew what I wanted yeah. my whole life. And then when I saw you, I'm like, bang, right there. I wish it was bang right there, but it took a while to bang. But um, <laughs> no, but to me, you create your own life. 100%. You create your life the way you want it to be. Yep. So, and that goes for both both pages, okay? So meaning your your wife creates her own life and you create your own life. So you come together and as a man or as me, I could create the life that I want the way I want it. So I can treat you in a certain way. You know what I mean? So uh, you read that quote earlier. What was it? The so if you treat treat your woman like a queen so you can get the king treatment. Yeah. So there you go. So if I treat Nina like shit, I'm going to get shit treatment in return. I'm sure that's not the life you want. You treat the other person the way you want to be treated, or treat them in a in a way that you think they deserve to be treated, and you'll be rewarded. Like and a they'll do the same thing to you. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there are some toxic people out there that might take a hell of a lot more longer to grasp that that I'm getting treated well. I should return the favor. return the favor <laughs> and make sure that I keep this this person this this energy that's around me, and not be narcissistic. I mean, be real about it. And yeah. be, you know, um, authentic about it and love that person and treat them the way they're treating you. Yeah. But it, that's in every way, you know, in, in, in every aspect of life, you know, if you get good vibe from someone, you're going to automatically give them good vibes. So that's why, it, but that's why I say that they have to have that one person. I mean, what if somebody's with somebody and they, they're, they're deep in their head that that is not my person? It's never going to be your person. Exactly. If you sit there and tell yourself that he's not my person. That's exactly I, I settled or I did this or I did that. You went out there, you found somebody, some, you were attracted to that person in a certain way. So whether it is a destiny and that's that one person that gets attracted to you and, and it sticks, 
then whatever, roll with it, but make it the relationship you want it to be. So well, be the person you think you should be for the for that person, and he'll, and he or she will do the same thing. Well, to your point, like if you think that, like you're saying, like how do you know that's you, your person? And if you're in your head and you keep thinking it's not my person, so if you thought once that was your person, it's always going to be there that that thought. But life happens. Like for us, I knew you were mine for a long time, but we had issues. We had. Yeah. Sometimes I doubted myself, I doubted our relationship, but I would snap myself out right away. I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't go there. I can't doubt it. I can because I know from my heart, in my heart of hearts that the pros outweighs a con in our relationship. Yeah. So I cannot bring myself to go there in my mind or in any way, form or shape because I know we have so much more good than bad in yeah. our relationship. Do you get it? Yeah, absolutely. So once, yeah. once you have that always set in your mind, and and even when you argue, when you have doubts, you go back to that right away. Say, no, no, I, I know I have a great relationship with my man, with my woman, and I'm gonna keep that. So what we have a little hurdle in the way. So what we have a little hiccup. It's it's part of our life. It's part of a relationship. Just don't let that hiccup become bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Nip it in the butt right away, right away, and yeah. say no. And and think about all the good stuff. I mean. They, they, they say it all the time. You don't know what you got until it's gone. You know, like uh, somebody, somebody passes away or somebody uh, leaves you or whatever the case may be. And they're no longer with you. You sit there and you start thinking of, oh, I used to hate it when they giggle a certain way. But now they're gone. You miss it. You miss that giggle. You miss the way they, you know, uh, they stuttered one particular word or they pooed with the bathroom door open it's or funny. something stupid <laughs> quirks but then you sit there and you'll miss it later on so it's funny that you brought this up right now because today I read a quote oh. online I think it was on Instagram stories and it said we should be giving people the speech that we give in the funeral on birthdays instead oh. because oh I wish you were here I wish I would have showed you this much love I wish I wish I yeah, wish yeah, yeah. I wish I had one more moment with you well don't do it that in the funeral. Do it during someone's birthday, a celebration. Say, I love the fact that you're here. I want to spend every moment with you. I love you. You're an amazing human being. Like, do it now that they're alive. Don't wait till the funeral to yeah. tell them these things. Yeah. And the same thing with your marriage. Don't wait till it's like really bad to fix it. Fix it right away. Tell that person of yours, like, listen, we had an argument, or I gave you an ultimatum, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's communicate. Why is that ultimatum there? Yeah. I love us. I want us to be together. How can we make it work? Mm. You know, yeah. how can we do it from the beginning? Don't just give an ultimatum. Why are you giving that ultimatum? What's the reason behind it? Dig deep, both of you guys, and figure it out. That's yeah. what we're trying to say. Yeah. And, and, and if it's ultimatums about marriage, 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 then even a person giving it might want to sit there and say, okay, why, why am I pushing it so much? Is it time? Is it, is it because, you know, you want to have kids and all that stuff? Then if it is, then maybe try and create a little bit of excitement around the life of a married life that you're going to create. And That's I don't mean, point. and I don't mean give like a bunch of false promises and all that stuff. I, I remember Nina, she's, well, we get married, we'll have sex every day. Oh, I'll cook you the best food every day. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it like only... 92% of the time like come on okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, mean, I like, seriously we're gonna kill you if you said I don't do it because <laughs> you Mr. Mr. Gerton are spoiled mofo because 
You get everything you want. You'll never have to clean. You'll never have to. I have to do dishes now. I have to fold my own laundry. <laughs> All I need to do is call, make a phone call, and then he'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. But no. All I have to do is make a phone call, and a poo nanny will be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably charge the same amount of money. <laughs> Anyhow. Jesus Christ. Good thing Jesus has risen. <laughs> Sorry, Easter. Sorry. Sorry, all that stuff. You guys, listen, this is a great conversation. If you have doubts or if you want to give your partner, partner an ultimatum or things are not going the way you want them in your relationship, just sit down and be vulnerable about your feelings. Tell your person how you feel, what you want out of that relationship, and make it work. If you do that at the beginning of your relationship, it's going to become a habit. You will do it at every stage of your relationship. Mm. And that's how you're going to have a long-lasting, fun fucking relationship. Because that's how we've been doing it for 25 years. We sit there and talk to each other and say, what do you want? What do I want? Can we make it? Can we do it? Okay, maybe not. Maybe yes. If not, how can we work around it? How, where can we pivot to make it happen. Whatever that is that you both want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Think of that. So, I mean, just for some clarity, you said long fucking relationship. Is it long fucking relationship or long fucking relationship? But I mean, it's there's two differences, but it's just the accentuation of the fucking. <laughs> Anyhow. Guys, we love you. We wish you what you have, what we have. <laughs> Not what you have. We wish you what we have. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> we'll have fun and we'll see you next time. <laughs> she can't she can't end it she wants to keep going if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast please hit subscribe and give us a five star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from it means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram and head over your show for more juicy stuff if you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you we, what have. we have.